This is a podcast from Rover. Okay, so I want to tell you about a lady who only wants to be called Miss Fing. That's her surname. She doesn't mm-hmm. want her full name out there because she bought two years ago a $175,000 Mercedes Benz. Wow, very nice. It was a car of her dream. It's one of those SUVs. It looks good. Oh, like it yeah. does. Like, oh, God. If, I, if Katie could ever let me get that and I could ever tick it up, I'd totally get it. It looks really nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like other it's than like, four wheels and getting you from A to B, what else does that well, thing do? Well, it's a do? European car, right? It's a Mercedes. It's yeah, like it's got all those great advantages, like it costs heaps to fix. Yeah, and people like <laughs> you know, just all those things you don't <laughs> yeah. get with a Japanese vehicle. Totally, it's just one of those ones. I guess it's status a little bit too. One hundred percent, right? It would be nice. Heated seats, you'd think. Mm. Yes, it looks like it's got heated seats on the inside. It's all specked up. It's got. It looks beautiful. Anyway, she bought this two years ago, and since having this vehicle, she has had to take it in two years twenty times back to the shop to get stuff. And sometimes the same stuff fixed up because, like, oh. little, they're not huge mechanical things, but they're minor things. Mm. She said even her seatbelt doesn't work about 50% of the time, which is okay. appalling. That's like, important. that needs to be, yeah, yeah, that needs to work. She's tried to go to the Consumer Guarantees Act. This, this, the, the dealership has then said to her, well, hey, we'll buy that back off you for its market price now. Oh, cheeky. And then all we can, tra- all we can trade you in a, a, a similar new vehicle. Yeah. And she's like, no, well, this is the one I wanted, and the seatbelt should work, and all these other little things. Yeah. Anyway, she thought she'd had it well, and she thought she'd got the car of her dreams, but 20 times in two years has made it the worst car she's ever owned. Because oh, she spends most of the time taking it back with a loan car, dealing with the dealership to get it back in again, and just it's it's kind of affected her quality of life. When you're paying so, that much money, you would hope everything in that car is working all of the time. Well, that's yeah. the thing. It doesn't matter what sort of car. If you pay that much money, you want it to be the best it can always be. I had a similar thing. Not a Mercedes, but I guess the car in my dreams. When I was growing up, my dad had a Holden Commodore as a <gasps> work vehicle, and I'd always wanted one. And so I bought a second-hand Commodore wagon a couple of years back, and it was it was brilliant. It was brilliant mm. for a couple of months. And then it just had this recurring thing that would happen. Every time – it was when we were um, um, recording seven days. Every time I left the seven days recording at the end of the day, I would turn left, I would get on the motorway, I'd accelerate to get up to 80K, and every time I hit 80K, all the power in the car would just die. Like <laughs> so you the accelerator got too fast. would die. Yeah. <laughs> but I wasn't flooring it. You know, I was just yeah. – you know, well, I wasn't going, let's go. I mean, I kind of was. But, you know – Every time I got there, it would get to 80k and it would just go, whoa, and it would die on the motorway. Imagine if they did that at Bathurst. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but then it would come back again. And I took it to the dealer. I was like, this just happens. And I took it back four times. And oh. in the end, they just went, well, you don't know. So, so I just had to sell it dude. back to them for heaps less than I paid for. Oh, it's almost like a, it's always could be a little scam, couldn't oh, it? Oh, it's just oh, it's so frustrating. The worst car you've ever owned. But even back in the day where I spent eight hundred bucks on my Mazda three two three, that I really wanted to be a boy racer because <laughs> that was all the rage in the early two thousands. Mm, I wanted mm. to, and I was a teenager then, and so I got this three two three, and I was like, righto, here we go. Um, and so I'd try and drive it down the main street of Dargaville, like mm. the rest of the real boy racers did. Mm. But then um, it would make this appalling sound <laughs> when I'd turn a hard right. What? But in Dargaville, oh, okay. you have to, there's like the main streets is straight, but you have to do a right turn at either end to come back around and do it again. And so it would make this appalling sound each time I turned right. And it went on and on. And I'd take it to the shop. And every time I took it to the shop, 
You know what happened, eh? Mm. It didn't make the sound. It didn't make the oh. sound. Yeah. yeah. Was, it, was it not an option, Lana, to you know to do your run down the main street yeah. and then to just reverse yeah. all the way back <laughs> up the main street again? <laughs> Might have been quieter. Excuse me. Peter. Excuse me. Coming back. Coming back. <laughs> just said back and forth <laughs> in a straight line. <laughs> uh, phone go, Bondi. You're in the studio. What's the worst car you've ever had? It was actually my very first car, which you may or may not know, Paul, but I won a car when I was 14. Wow, that's <laughs> cool. Yeah, just just. Just just wait. 14. Hold your excitement because it was an, as an Omaru growing up. It was like a second-hand car. It was a big Omaru promotion. And we got it. And once all the dust settled, we took it in to get a warrant of fitness about a month later, which it failed miserably. Oh it didn't, we didn't take it to the place which we got it from uh, as a part of the prize. We took it to our mechanic. Mm. So the car was worth about 1800 bucks. It cost us $500 to get the warrant of fitness after Santa. And that was the worst car that I'd ever owned. I was like, oh, my God. And who, like, the competitions have changed so much since then, eh? Yes. A 14-year-old winning the car. And then also yeah. the fact that, like, it was so not fit for purpose. Like, you could not drive it. It wasn't no, even a new close. car. It was just a second in $1,800. Are you sure it was a competition or was it a drug deal? Yeah, yeah. Shop local. Uh, let's go to Janet. Janet, tell us about the worst car you've ever owned it was a purple two-door i can't actually remember what make it was because it was so disgusting (laughs) blank the model from my mind yeah fair enough um we were going to drop my girls off at bishopdale primary and it used to backfire (laughs) down Sawyer's Arms Road oh. so loudly, everybody thought they were probably <laughs> shooting. Yeah. The- oh, boy. <laughs> yes, yes. As we pulled up outside Bishopdale School, it would just backfire so loudly. Oh. The kids would be hiding in the seat down Sawyer's Arms when it <laughs> backfired. Oh. And then we'd get park outside the school to drop them off and it would backfire again so loud. Oh, my God. Oh, no, Do you know Janet. what, Janet? You've just reminded me. I forgot cars backfired. Because they used yeah. to, our, car, our family yes. car used to backfire. On the bright side, at least Janet had a really subtle colour like purple. Purple. So no I one know. would have noticed that it was them. And then my thoughts go to Rachel who's just texted us saying, oh, my God, guys, I'm taking my Mercedes-Benz back to the dealership for a third time today. No. I've only had it for six weeks. Is this a bad sign? Oh. Rachel, I hope not. Oh, 